hello. Well, hello. Look at us. You're not Justin. You're not. No. <laughs> part of the original trilogy, though. Yeah, you are part of the original trilogy, hence Maxwell Strikes Back. Play on words uh, there. Yeah, I get it. I love it. And uh, Hero HQ Hobby Hour, my father in the chat. Yes. He's thrown yes, yes, party yes. poppers. Party poppers. Thank you for the comment. So welcome, everyone, to episode 131 of Nerds with Mikes. Uh, I'm Travis, and you are? Uh, Jonathan Maxwell. Jonathan, take it to the Maxwell. And uh, you may notice that Justin obviously isn't here. Uh, he called out sick. Uh, I didn't realize this was work, and you could just call out sick. I didn't realize that's how this works. But uh, Well, it's having... an unpaid day off for him. Yeah, that's absolutely right. But anyways... We have Maxwell, which is obviously better anyway. So, I mean, I won't tell him that. And chances are he's not watching, so it doesn't really matter. No, I'll tell him, so, though. You'll tell him. You sure will. I'll make sure he knows. Yes. So um, what we're going to get into today is Jonathan's going to update us on all the things that he's done since uh, our regular viewers have seen you last, uh, some of the things you've been up to. Uh, we're going to talk about um, Legend of Zelda, where I'm going to kind of give my my brief, uh, my brief um, thoughts on what I've played so far of Tears of the Kingdom, and then we're going to talk about our top five Zelda games of all time. Uh, obviously, you hear my dog barking, uh, you know. Marley knows it's podcast time. That's right, and I just realized my microphone was aiming to the ceiling, so that probably was real great at the beginning of that. So <laughs> It wasn't awful, actually. Yeah, yeah, but anyways, uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into this, and let's talk about what we've been up to. So, Maxwell, I'm actually going to, actually, I'm going to go first, because you're going to have a lot more to say than myself. Um, so, for me this week, uh, I've actually had quite a busy week. Uh, I beat a Jedi Survivor, um, so... You've already beat it? Yes, I already beat it. Uh, I mainlined the story, essentially, because I knew Tears of the Kingdom was coming out. Uh, and I wanted to get that done before, uh, obviously, the new Zelda came out. Um, the story was absolutely fantastic. Maxwell, did you play the first one at all? No. Fall. Okay. Well, anyways, the story was absolutely great. Um, it's uh, if you've been on the fence about playing it, because I know there's been a lot of news and uh, a lot of news out there that like performance on PC uh, obviously isn't a great experience. I would recommend trying to play it sooner rather than later the only reason i say that is if you if you have the story spoiled for you uh it's one of the it's one of the better stories i've seen in a star wars game and if it would have been spoiled for me i would have been really sad just based on what happens in the game uh but would definitely recommend playing that game uh also i binge watched i think the last episode airs uh tomorrow but big door prize uh i've watched that i don't know if you've seen that yet max or not have you seen or heard of it for that matter no, I only recently saw the thumbnail for it. So that is a new one for me. Yeah, yeah. It's on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, it's an interesting concept where there's this mysterious machine that shows up in a small town uh, in a convenience store where basically it will tell you your life's potential. And people start living accordingly to what this machine tells them that they could do. And uh, it gets kind of wild and out of hand. So it's a pretty interesting show. Uh, got a lot of mystery behind it. Uh, and then what else have I done? I'll watch the new episode of Silo yesterday. That continues to be good. And then also yesterday on a whim, I decided to watch the movie Fall, which came out in 2022, which was the um, it was the movie about uh, these two girls that, that scale up to the tower, uh, up this 2000 foot tower and get stranded up there. And 
honestly, it was pretty good. I was surprised. I it, I watched it on my phone as I was cleaning around the house. And even though I was watching it on my phone, like some of the stuff that happens in the movie, like I felt like my palms sweating and I had like this anxiety of like watching this on screen, even though it was just on my tiny little phone. Um, but I couldn't imagine of watching that like in, um, in an actual theater because it stressed me out because a lot of that stuff really makes you feel like they're that high up in the air. It's really well done. So That's interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, essentially I, I was reading about it yesterday. So basically what they did is to give it that, uh, to give it that look, uh, they built a, like a 200 foot tower on top of a mountain and they actually did the acting on top of that tower. So it kind of made it seem like it was that high up in the air. Uh, they was going to try to do it primarily with green screen and stuff. Yeah, they were, um, <laughs> this is crazy to me because like, it could have just been, so they had to act the whole movie in this thing being 200 foot tower. Yes. Yes. No, thanks. We have a comment from Justin says, good afternoon, you glorious bastards. Good afternoon to you as well, sir. Yes. Good to um, see Justin still sticking around after the year long hiatus that happens every year. <laughs> that's right hey we're doing good we at least we're on we're three episodes that's more than we did last year combined so we're uh <laughs> we're starting off strong but uh but anyways um other than that um that was oh i also have started to dabble in mobile gaming um maxwell i don't know if you've seen i know you probably don't subscribe to uh apple arcade if i was a if i was a betting man um but the reason i say that is you're a ninja turtles fan right I imagine. Well, I know. Yeah, I'm aware of the mobile game. Yes. So they came out with a mobile game. Um, well, they also brought Shredder's Revenge to the App Store, which I did not realize. Um, but yeah, they they have a TMNT Splintered Fate, and it is like it's a roguelike uh, with that's actually four player co op, um, which is really really cool. I actually ended up buying a controller that works with my phone, and I was playing a little bit of it, and also used it for PlayStation Remote Play, which. I haven't tried that in forever, and I, I had mixed results before, but I was actually able to play Jedi Survivor outside of my house at a coffee shop on cellular network and be able to actually fully play it without any issue. That and, blows my mind. I imagine there's only challenges for for online gaming, like competitive stuff. There's probably some yeah. delay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but other than that, and I'll, I'll get more into detail around that because that might that might be a nod of the week. We'll see. No, nope, don't but spoil it. I said it might. People only it watch might. this for pick the week or nod of the week. And yeah. there you are. You just ruined it. No, no. Justin's already I might have, tuned out. Yeah, that is true. He's already he's already left. Uh, and also, I got a text message saying that uh, Justin Justin is watching, like other Justin. So he heard oh. us talking smack. So. I wouldn't. Weird. I wouldn't know because he hasn't commented. So I thought he would. But anyways, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, yeah why why, why do just... a private? Hey, here privately, there's somebody else <laughs> watching this, and it's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jokes on us, right? Uh, yeah. But anyways, other than that, that's pretty much what I have been up to this week. Uh, Maxwell, why don't you give us an update on what you've been up to this week? But also, what have you been up to for the year plus that you've not been seen on the screen? When was the last time I was on this channel? It's been over a year, easily. Most certainly. I mean, I had to have been in. I was in Florida. Yeah, I don't know if you've. I don't know if you have, have been on Which here. Would have been like 2018. Oh Lord. 2017 was probably my last time on the show. Wow. Well, I've got a lot to say. So. Yes. 
2018, I leave Florida and I go to North Carolina. I go to North Carolina and start doing acting acting jobs. I started doing it and I was like, wow, this is really fun. And I started doing a YouTube channel. That comes around about 2020. And I'm doing that YouTube channel, which is about science and space and all kinds of fun facts and stuff. And that channel that was really compressed. Uh, I honestly forced myself to, to, to uh, <laughs> shorten my life story. So <clears throat> basically, I was doing this science and space channel uh, for like two years or something. And that was fun until it wasn't anymore because it was just becoming stressful where it took a lot of work. I was doing a lot of green screen stuff and it was like a lot of effort, a lot of research and, and things. And then eventually it was just like, it's not, I'm not in, there's like no return on my investment for this. Yeah. Uh, but I did get to go to um, Maryland and the, um, uh, James Webb Space Telescope, the first images of that new telescope last year. So it was invited to NASA's event for that uh, when they, they first get to show off all of these like mind-blowing images. Uh, so super cool. So I guess it was kind of all worth it for that. But this that channel also gave me a lot of experience and, and stuff that I am now doing into my current channel, which is a real related to all the stuff behind me. Um, and we will get into that. But yeah, I'm in North Carolina now, and I love it. Um, much like you, leaving our home state, you find that there's just the, the other places are so much better. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I, as well as doing the channel stuff, I, um, you know, with having different jobs over the years and doing web design is the most recent stuff that I was doing for years. Um, the biggest thing on my plate aside from this channel stuff is acting so i do nothing i've done auditions and i've had callbacks for like bigger stuff like bigger tv shows and things i just you know that's obviously is much harder to get um do a lot of local commercials or or like the biggest stuff is in what are called industrials so it's just like it's a video that is really only going to be shown to employees. So it might be some kind of safety training video or um, stuff that's just might live on the internet, but it's just shared. Like I've done stuff for Microsoft and uh, Red Hat and stuff. And those things kind of end up like being like, it's a link. So if you're going to a product or, or a job position or something like that, I might be there talking about the, the job position stuff. So it's, Fun stuff that's like, you know, usually not a lot of your life is spent on it. You're but. like Andy Bernard from The Office where he was doing those like uh, internal commercials where he had to like splash water in his eyes, like those type of internal <laughs> like training videos. Uh, not that extreme yet, but I did my my the first acting job I had was uh, the, the fall of 2019. It was in November. It was just, I was just an extra in a short thing for the airport. There just needed people to like kind of do some stuff for the shops and the restaurants and stuff. So it was like an easy day. Second job I got was the next week and it was two days doing forklift safety training. <laughs> so I'm in this like giant uh, fork facility. 
I'm walking around to the camera, reading the teleprompter. It was uh, crazy. Oh, I can't. The we emojis gotta, don't come through. Huh? Yeah, emojis didn't come through, but hand pink waving, hand pink waving. That's uh, Christian. He's uh, he's one of uh, one of my buddies that has, also has a podcast uh, as well called The Testing Room with a couple friends. So uh, thanks for stopping oh, nice. by. We appreciate it. Yeah, go ahead, Maxwell. Nice. Sorry. Can you edit that out, though, because it's not his turn. No. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> um, this is my story, Christian. Uh, but yeah, so I acting and doing this stuff. So yeah, the biggest thing for me now, every year I do galaxy con. So I, I do all my drawings like this and all of these, and I have a booth and I sell it. And this last July, Judith Hogue, who plays April from the original Ninja Turtle movie, was there and she was doing autographs and stuff. So I had a drawing that I had her sign, but then I saw a toy booth. It's like, man, I really want to see the the movie turtles from when we were kids. The the just you know those uh, playmates toys, and my child brain thinks that they were like soft touch, that they look just like the movie. I remember crying because they were for sale at a flea market, fifty dollars each back in the nineties. And I wasn't allowed to have one because they're fifty dollars in the nineties. But I remember them just being the most realistic thing. So I will search them on eBay and they, by the way, don't look anything like the movies and they look really cheap. But when I was at GalaxyCon, I went to a toy booth and they had there's a brand called NECA. Um and they do these Ninja Turtles. And they they are truly movie accurate. Oh yeah. Well, obviously you know because you got some. But these these boys are insanely movie accurate that I just couldn't even like comprehend. This is what my childhood brain thought that the other toys were. What are you doing, Travis? I'm typing. Go ahead. Who are you typing to? Don't worry about it. Be living moment, bro. I'm living. I'm in the moment. I'm out here well, producing. Go ahead. This moment. This moment. All right. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so I, I saw a pack of these things and was like, just couldn't believe it. And I only got two of them. The two, uh, Raphael and Michelangelo. And I was like, well, I obviously need to get the other boys. <laughs> and then I started watching videos on YouTube and saw some other um, channels out there that were doing reviews and stuff. And I was like falling in love with finding that there's all kinds of stuff. Like there's Ripley from Aliens. And I was like, okay, well... I just started to go down the rabbit hole and now I have a full channel around all of this stuff. So it's just, uh, it's been a lot of fun and there's a lot to talk about with the channel because I also do a lot of artwork for the channel. Uh, yeah, let me, uh, I'm going to try to, how you want to get into all this. Cause no, that's fine. I'm going to, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to pull this up real quick. Let me see if I can give me just a second here. All right. Uh, let's see. Maybe. Do you see anything? I see nothing but the two of us in a logo. I know, right? What's that about? All right, let me let me see if this works. Let me let me let me see here if I can get this to work. See, this okay. what happens when Justin's not here, and I've never had to do this. We get to all learn in real time how this works. Well, well the nice thing is that it worked when we tested it. Yeah, and I think the reason being is it might help if I add it to the stream. Oh. So let me. Uh, yeah, look at that. Look at there. Now let me get rid of this. Uh, let me get rid of this uh, this banner here. There we go. Now you should see it, right? Go ahead. Okay, yeah, see it, man. See me <laughs> all my videos. <laughs> so, yeah, basically this channel is just uh, 
allowed me to be creative nonstop, which is awesome. I gotta say, if there's anybody, if there's anybody watching this, period, hard, hard stop, full stop. <laughs> uh, that is a collector. Um, that collector world, at least the people that come to my channel and talk to me there and uh, Twitter and stuff, people are incredible. Like it's the most rewarding thing that I've done. And for somebody that likes to create stuff and then show people like that's uh, I do art and my personality type is let me show it to you. Now tell me it looks good. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, some of people buy my art. That's like the ultimate compliment. But this channel is like that's with everybody. Everybody is just so kind and generous and, and it's like constantly oozing of <laughs> positive energy and stuff. But uh there's these tiny little baby turtles, these guys, um, that recently came out. Super tiny. And this has kind of been a lot of people's obsessions based off of the 87 cartoon. But there's this, it came with this little TV. And with the TV, you can actually like take the screens out. So this is the screen that I, I just like mocked up to put in there. But you can, it, come, it came with like 10 different screens or something. And then I just, thanks to my friend Mo from Moscato Bot, um, he was like, we, we need just like a bunch of custom images. So this is kind of where everything started for me. Combining the channel, reviewing stuff and making goofy things, whatever, to also being in the art realm is that I just, I made a ton of these. There's like video games, there's TV shows, cartoons, movies, all this like nostalgic stuff. And I just gave them away and you donate if you wanted, but it was free download for like tons of those things. And then the next step from there um, is that they, they made, they came with the, that TV has a VCR with these little VHS tapes. So then I, it took way too long to figure it out. And I'm going to blow you up here in just a second so they can see it really well. So I'm going to let you be the, go ahead. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. So the little tiny VHS, I figured out how to like modify old VHS covers. So I got tons of stuff like that as well. Aliens, movies, all kinds of crazy stuff. Oh, there's a comment. Yeah, there's a comment it says I'm still here. That must have been somebody you shouted out, I assume. Uh, early on, he was our he was our first comment as soon as yep. we were launched. Let's go. Um, yeah, he is a person that I've collaborated with. So we have a bunch of like all these links in my stuff. So like, if you can get to my link tree, I, everything's there. Um, I didn't mean you, but uh, it's in oh, the top okay. of that Instagram. Uh, but yes, yeah, so you can click on that. And the, there's a exclusive offer one, the third one down. Yeah. So to click on, yeah, you can click on that. And that is something I worked on with here at HQ Hobby Hour. And we made this exclusive set. Um, and you can kind of flip through. I don't know if it'll come through. It's kind of small. Um, so those are some of the images, that, the designs that he made. So we work together. Uh, so this has been a fun way. Like I have out of this, which is great. Um, so we worked on these things and created miniature stuff. So people can choose to print these, like buy these. They can print them out and then make their own little miniatures that work perfectly with their uh, collectibles. And this is all with your action figures, right? Posing with it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. And then you also have an Instagram, right? Yeah. What it, yeah. Yeah. You're there. You're there, baby. Yeah, so now is like. <laughs> 
this is uncomfortable. <laughs> I love that. Love that. So, Toby Maguire there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so another big part of this, uh, those little boxes that you can see there, that's that's what I'm making here. So I fully made like from scratch these boxes that they can put these figures in. So these came in like a set with the TV and all that stuff. So then I just made these little mini boxes and included the plastic window and everything. Um, and drew the art on the front of them myself. So it's it's super fun. This has been my biggest project as of late. Um, it's been taking many, many hours because I have to do 125 of these little boxes. And I have to cut them, yeah. put the plastic windows in there. There's a sleeve inside that is color matched to the to the uh <laughs> to whichever turtle you get yeah yeah um so yeah it's it's been a lot of work that's either tomorrow or the or wednesday that's all gonna be completed and i get to ship all of those things out to people which is super exciting but then i get to make t-shirts and stuff which is so I'm like entering this realm that like this this channel of collectibles has pushed me into doing so much more creatively which is also incredibly uh, rewarding. Yeah. So what you're wearing this shirt right now, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. I rocking am. your That's, own, uh, rocking your own merch. Look at you. Yep. New York city. And then I drew Krang and then the, the turtle yeah. limp into it. It's funny because like Ninja, I like Ninja turtles. Okay. That's a short sentence. It's just, a, I like Ninja turtles period. <laughs> I also <laughs> like a lot of other stuff, but the turtle uh, fandom, I guess you could say, has been a large part of my audience. There's like a lot more crossover of turtle fans. So it's kind of resurge. I have like a resurgence of my love for Ninja Turtles. But I'm making all of these things that are you know, like very turtle heavy, like all of my drawings and stuff for these shirts. But yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, it's it's you've been busy since you've been gone. <laughs> Yeah. Very, very busy. Um, and you also mentioned, uh, what else, is there anything else you want to share or is that, is that everything? No, I was already talking too much. So let's go. Oh, no, you're good. Mm. Are we done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's a wrap. No, uh, I wanted to use this as a segue if, unless you had anything else to say about your channel. So obviously the name of his channel, let me, let me, uh, let me just pop it back up here. So this is the channel. You can find him there on, uh, I'm assuming Instagram, obviously YouTube is where your big platform is. Right. So, at Nostalgia Unboxed uh, as well. And then you can find his link tree on his Instagram, which will link you pretty much everywhere from what I saw. So yeah, pretty much everywhere. And and you also saw your artwork there as well, right? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that you can buy. It's like a large yeah. 11 by 17 print or magnets and stuff. Yeah. So uh, what, yeah. So, so I say that to kind of transition. So you had mentioned that uh, you had made... Um, Obviously, you're a big fan of Elden Ring, right? You're a big fan of all the Souls games, so you drew this, which is amazing. But uh, the reason I say that is I wanted to share this picture, which is one of my favorites, because it's kind of a hybrid of, of two of your loves, right? So you have Elden Ring, and then you also have Legends of Zelda, which is going to be our primary topic tonight, uh, which is really cool. It's uh, you know kind of a blend of those two worlds, which is dope. Uh, so I thank you for sending that to me because that was one of the things that I wanted to show because uh, it's one of my Hey, listen, there's a lot of a lot of things people don't know. One of those things people don't know is that you and I are best friends. We are. We've been best friends for, uh, for a hot you. minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, yeah might 2008 not be 2009 something like that yeah yeah i think that's about right yeah no that is right um all right well let me stop sharing the screen and put us back in place there uh so um one of the things that we want to get into is we wanted to talk about the uh so i want to give my brief uh reactions to Tears of the Kingdom. However, I do not want it to have any spoilers because Maxwell, the reason we're not talking more about it tonight is Maxwell himself has not played it yet. Uh, biggest reason is, is he's so busy building little turtle boxes and everything is with his channel that he knows as soon as he starts it, it's going to be a big time, time suck. And yeah. uh, he's got lots of other things he should be doing. So uh, he's going to wait on that. Um, but I would just say uh, it's good. <laughs> that's i mean it's no surprise right like uh i think that's one of those things that nobody really expected so uh real quick um want to bring in a few comments so here's a comments from needles look at that beautiful man i'm assuming is this somebody you know it's a, is that a is that a turtle mixed with a foot soldier what is yeah, that it sure is oh okay. uh, so that is gary he is um the, the dynamic duo behind the uh, party wagon podcast and the TMNT party wagon on uh, Facebook. I've been on his uh, podcast a couple of times. It's been great. It's good dude for sure. Does a lot of uh, custom figures and things, but uh, quite the compliment. It looks like, yeah, it looks like you have a, yeah. It says, uh, and then needles also says I'm playing Zelda right now. Absolutely. Is that, and yeah, there you go. And then you, it looks like you also have another viewers on by atomic, Thomas goes nostalgic. Uh, Jonathan's a great guy. While getting to know him, I have learned he loves Hasbro and his favorite figure is Super 7 Robin Hood. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, will not turn off. Oh, girlfriend will not turn off Tears of the Kingdom. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> So, there's so somebody from your community, I assume, right? I mean, it makes sense. Uh, right? Yeah, so, Thomas. Yeah. Um, so, another friend that I've made from this whole uh, Endeavor, I guess. He actually one made this custom. Hold on, we'll do it right. Oh yeah, of that's not a... going to come too well. But this custom diorama for aliens. There's it goes all the way deep. You can't really see in this uh, webcam video, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He's a very talented boy. Yep. And then uh, we have uh, Hobby Hour saying, "I haven't even finished Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild was a huge game, and if you thought that was big enough, uh, well, Tears of the Kingdom is even bigger. I, I started the game, and you know how they always give you the like first initial. Here's these three places you have to go before you really unlock the game. Well, I did those things last night, and I thought this game's already big enough. And then there was another reveal, and I'm like, oh, okay, it just got way bigger. So, mm. um, so thought that was, yeah, you hate when that happens, don't you, Maxwell? <laughs> <laughs> I wish it could uh, get bigger. The, yeah, do you uh, think? Now, is the ground levels that are not in the sky, hence being the ground levels, is that the similar kingdom, or is it all refreshed? Uh, you that, see the same points of interest and stuff? Uh, it, it will be very much like the same. That's not to say that there won't be some things that are different, but it's, uh, as soon as I landed, I was immediately like, oh, that's, that's what happened. Because I didn't realize that's what was going to happen, to be honest with you. I didn't okay. know that. Okay, but I, uh, but but there are some points like you can tell that this was like this was the map. Something happened, but you can still yes. see some similar. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bringing in one more all. comment here from Needles. If you don't have Ocarina of Time as your number one, you're dead to me, Jonathan. All right, well we're gonna have to see. 
and well, then uh, needles also I might edit some lists yeah <laughs> needles also said same kingdom but they changed a lot it feels brand new so uh so yeah so nice. it's uh overall great um i was talking to my buddy alex about this uh which is another one of the individuals that's on the uh, testing room podcast and he was telling me and him and i kind of agreed that sometimes games just feel too big you know what i mean like you right. know, if you don't ha like if you're trying to mainline the story and there's just so much stuff like we're talking like there's over 900 seeds to find in this game. Which has been upped from the last game dramatically, right? Um, and it's just there's just so much to do, which I understand because like I understand like, you know, they only release one of these type of games every five to seven years. So my thought process is is let's just put as much in it as we can. Cause it's going to be a while for you get another one. But for me, I wish it'd be the approach of like, you know, here's the main chunk of the story, right? Like here's everything. And then just have a roadmap for the next five years of releasing DLC that just gradually adds and adds and adds, as opposed to just giving it to me all at one go. You know what I mean? So, uh, I so know what up? you mean. And having you know? played Elden ring, which is just absolutely mind blowingly large, Every time I do something and then it's like, oh, there's another part of the map unlocked. I'm like, how is there still more? Um, I I don't think that I would be happy with having, even if it was free DLC, I don't think I'd be happy with this. Like, here's the base game and the story and stuff. And then now we added on some stories and stories and stories. I, yeah, I don't think that I would be satisfied with that. Yeah, I, it's just I the older I get, and this may just be me telling one of myself, more of a one track mind I have. So when I have all these things that scattered out throughout like the game that I it's hard for me just to like mainline the story. I it, it's just sometimes hard for me to stick with. I yeah, had that issue with Breath of the Wild and I did finish it, but I, I just I don't because I I'm I'm one of those people that scrapes the map, even even if I know that I have to come, like, think about, like, Super Metroid, right? We all know we had to circle back around once you got a weapon, you couldn't do anything there. Like, I spent so much time scraping the map, knowing at some point I'm going to have to come back anyways, but I do it anyways. You know what I mean? Like, I it, I yeah. had that issue. Especially, yeah, like, Diablo and stuff for, like that. Like, cover the map. Yeah, yeah I got to find every everything as much as I no. possibly can. And that comes from days of, like, Final Fantasy. I'm going to map, and then, you know, like, there's, like, hidden stuff in the rooms or whatever. Yeah. But... I think that um, I'm real saddened. I'm like kind of reading ahead in the comments here, and I'm real saddened. I'm, I'm going to pull one that, in here in just a second. It, it, yeah, is this? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Christian said, uh, before we get into the top games, can we just get number one out of the way and have a lengthy discussion as to why Wind Waker is the best and why everyone who doesn't think that is wrong? <laughs> I mean, we'll get into that for sure. Uh, I do think uh, Wind Waker is severely underrated, and we'll probably more likely get into that. So, uh, let's go ahead and pull one more in. Uh, one more in by uh, Hobby Hour. Uh, I couldn't beat the first encounter in Elder Ring, so I returned it. I'm sorry, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's that, like if you haven't played Souls games, that is a very frustrating experience. And technically, depending on which first encounter you're talking about, you're not supposed to beat it um you're supposed to die and then the next one which would be like the big uh, uh tree sentinel guy whatever it's on like a huge dude on a massive horse you're still not supposed to beat that guy early yeah. it's a game where like 
especially that one kind of like breath of the wild where it's so massive that if you haven't unlocked your levels enough to defeat this section just go do something else and have fun and i i see this in breath of the wild as games that where you just have to set like not destination timelines like okay i'm gonna play until i get there you have to say i'm gonna play for two hours and then be done because you won't get to that next mission point in two hours (laughs) yeah 100 percent um well, let's go ahead and get into the discussion. But before we do, I do want to pull up um, just real quick. Uh, so Metacritic's top 10 Legend of Zelda games list. I just wanted to go through these really quickly before we get into our top five. Uh, Justin was also kind enough, you know, since he didn't show up, he was kind enough to at least send us our list. Literally with no context, so I can't really speak to why these are his favorite games, but we'll at least let you know what they are. (laughs) All right, so number 10 uh, on Metacritic, uh, The Minish Cap, which came out on Game Boy Advance in 2005. Uh, Not sure if you played Minish Cap. I remember playing it, but I did not beat it. Um, Game Boy Advance was one of those consoles where I felt like I almost played every single game on that console because I loved it so much, especially the Game Boy SP was my jam. So did you have a Game Boy Advance? You better have. I'm trying to think of which Game Boy I had. I think I just had the little micro. The micro? Man, you must really hate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, I was in Japan when it was out, and I, I bought it there used, and that was like the most convenient because it just goes right in your pocket. It's very tiny, easy to travel with. That thing I didn't use for like three years, and then was like, oh, I have to get on a plane trip, so I'm going to pull that thing out, and then I forgot to charge it, and I'm on the airplane. I turn it on, and just it worked for the no whole way. Hour, hour flight. I don't, it could have kept going, but I charged it when I got to the hotel. I don't, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you just primarily wore skinny jeans, and that was like the best fit for you, but I could put the SP in my back pocket, but I didn't wear skinny <laughs> jeans, so maybe that's why. That's uh, <laughs> Being able to fit something in your pocket, but then also being comfortable with the big ass thing in your what does your uh, okay. wallet look like? Oh, I don't uh I don't it's not on me, but it's I don't carry it's in my front pocket now, anyways. I carry my wallet in my front pocket now. But so anyways. you finally went from a bifold to a yes. just a single okay. yeah. All right, it's kind of yeah, like yeah. that. I it's finally like I finally big, grew up. Finally grew up. Yeah, the George Costanza. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so number nine was Phantom Hourglass. Phantom Hourglass was obviously set after Wind Waker. Um, that one came out in 2007 on the original DS. They gave that one a 90. Um, number eight was A Link Between Worlds, which was on 3DS and came out in 2013. That one was rated a 91 on Metacritic. Um, a game that I, this one I never played, but I just recently picked up the, um, the re-release on Switch, uh, was, uh, Skyward Sword, never played Skyward Sword. I was not a huge fan of playing Zelda games with motion controls. That's why I pass on this one because this one came out in Wii in 2011, uh, was rated a 93. Um, one that hits home close for me, A Link to the Past, originally released on SNES in 1992 and uh, re-released on Game Boy Advance in 2002. That one was rated a 95 on Metacritic. Um, And I'm going to tell one of myself, and I may have my nerd card revoked for life. Number five on the list is Majora's Mask, which I never played. Never played Majora's Mask. It was released on N64 in 2000. It was rated a 95. Uh, I think the big reason was is because I read kind of like the description of like, you know, you're playing with a certain amount of time. And I know how strongly I felt about Ocarina of Time that I felt like nothing could follow up with that right after. So I just never played it, to be honest with you. Um, that came out, yeah, in 2000 on the N64 and was rated a 95. 
Twilight Princess, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, it came out in 2006 on the GameCube slash Wii. Uh, that was one of those. They released it on both, uh, and they advertised it as being slightly better on the Wii. Um, that one was rated a 96. Um, number three, uh, not on Christian's list, though, clearly. The Wind Waker, releasing GameCube on 2000, in 2003, was rated a 96. Um, number two, uh, Breath of the Wild. Uh, came out on Wii and Switch at the same time. 2017, I uh, was rated a 97, Breath of the Wild. You beat Breath of the Wild, right? Yeah. You played the crap out of that game, I remember. You played, played it on... crap out of it. I know Wii Did you U. play it on... Yeah, Wii U. That's right. You have a Switch now, though, right? Because you bought it when Smash Brothers right. came out. I put right? my big boy pits on and said, I want yeah. 3% increased graphics. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, you wanted that new Smash Bros. Um, all right. Number one, as to no surprise on most people's list, Ocarina of Time on N64 in 1998. That game was rated a 99. That's so, insane. Uh, I know, bro. And I haven't actually looked. I should have probably looked to see uh, what... Um, I should have looked to see what it's sitting at currently on uh, Tears of the Kingdom is, because I did not look that up, and I'm not going to currently. So you can silently look it up while... <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, uh, I will yeah, loudly I look it up. Okay. Did you already look it up? Oh, <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't think so. I, I do wonder. Is this, so is this like back in 1998? That was this. Those were the scores, and we accumulated them, and it's 99 on Ocarina of Time. Is that how that yeah. works? It's like uh, all ratings up. Like anything that's been is that a recent rating going back and replaying. Or is that just based on the time? That's just what it was originally at the time. Not okay, any re-releases, right. just what it was at the time. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, with that being said, I just wanted to kind of like give give that list because Metacritic is really a combination of a lot of different reviews in one place. But now it's time to go over our list. So what we're going to do is rotate. Um, I'll start with Justin. Uh, we'll start at number five and we'll work our way to number one. Okay, so... Um, Justin, Justin wants us to read his list. He should come on the air or <laughs> talk in the comment section. Yeah, yeah. Um, it looks like and it looks like we actually, you. I know that is true. Uh, let me pull in a comment real quick that I missed. Uh, Needles here uh, said Majora's Mask was dookie. Don't let anyone try and convince you otherwise. <laughs> Strong <laughs> words. Fair enough. Um, now it makes me not feel so bad that I missed it. But anyways. So Justin's number five. And then Justin, if you have any context to add, feel free to just comment in the chat. But if not, we're just going to not give any context because I don't know. But Justin's number five is Link's Awakening. Um, what's your number five, Jonathan? Well, my number five is because I don't recall playing enough of them to organize them. And I wanted to do like a twist answer because I wasn't sure what order we were doing. My number five is actually... Look, who, look at that brothers. look at that comment just real quick I'm justin here. says i'm here okay you said super said. you said super, super smash what? brothers for the 64 because he appeared in it is he's that in, why because he's in it um, okay not a, not enough reason to say that that's on there just because he's in it but yeah i just kind of wanted to give like a little like unexpected answer here because for me it really comes down to the top three for pushing it 
Okay. And uh, what I will say is if, um, if anybody wants to put their own top, uh, top five in comments, uh, when we're done going through ours, I'll quickly post them and run through them. If you all want to put your own, feel free to do so. Uh, but anyways, my number five, uh, so yours, what, so your last, so your number five was super smash on N64, correct? Which was the first release of smash brothers, correct? Um, yes. Yes. Uh, we have Steven Joseph in the comments saying, yo, what's up? That's the other half of the party wagon podcast. Let's go. Um, yeah. So my number five is links awakening. Uh, I thought links awakening was an unexpected hit for me. Um, the biggest reason is, is, uh, it gave me lots of nostalgia of like link to the past vibes, which obviously makes sense. Right. Um, the, the top down view, um, I just, it, it had just been so long since that moment that I'd played anything quite like that with the top down view, kind of like link to the past. Um, but, uh, you know, I, cause that was, a I think a, an actual remake of the original links awakening. I had the dinosaur egg, the whole nine yards, but, uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a really good one. Did you get a chance to play that one, Maxwell? No, no. I, I want to play that in a link between worlds. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right, well, Justin's number four is Twilight Princess. So uh, okay. that is hit. That's the that last is... uh, Zelda game that my mom played, actually. Hmm. Coincidence? Big... <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> Justin's always Just... hollering at my mom. Yep, hollering at your mother. Your mother's a uh, saint. My mom, who is indeed a saint... Um, and I'll fight anybody who says otherwise. She was just here this last weekend. We had a lot of uh, reconnecting on some memories and stuff. And I got got her to sit down and recorded kind of a little documentary thing and just like pitched her some questions and stuff. And uh, she just talked about a bunch of things. And it was just a lot of it's just for me to have for like memory, have her camera and stuff. But we wanted to kind of get into some nostalgic stuff. And she played the original Zelda game, beat it. So like when kid, kids are off at school, she runs back in and is playing that game. And then she beats it and finds out that if you do a new game plus, everything's like moved around. She played the um, uh, the pack, beat it. Same thing. Like we're sitting there watching her like, come on, mom, come on. She played a lot of Ocarina of Time, but it was at a moment in life where it just wasn't as ideal for her to spend that kind of time. And then... <clears throat> what was that 2000 when was uh twilight princess when did that come out 2000 what was it uh i believe it was 2000 i want to say 2000 in the third 2011 i think something like that i bought the <laughs> a wii and i bought twilight princess for my mom <laughs> and uh whenever 2006, that came out sorry 2006 okay 2006 so i bought those for her and uh she played those and just uh yeah, it was just like nice to have oh thank you needles yeah uh yeah so it was, it's just so cool to anyway but yeah the, so the the brand does carry some uh a lot of nostalgia yeah i do want to uh i do want to take just a quick second to bring in a few comments so christian said uh link's awakening is legit great it's so weird and fun completely Completely agree, and uh, I honestly, it was a, a pleasant surprise for me, to be honest with you. Uh, another great question I want to bring in from uh, Steve Joseph is, 
and it, it kind of something you already went into, but if you have another story, share it. But it says, uh, this comment says, question for you both. What was the first experience with Zelda? Do you remember it? So Maxwell, do you have one? Definitely mom playing it. Like we played it as kids, but it, it was that game as much as we played Nintendo games. That was like, that's the, that's the, what we watch mom play. Okay. Okay. So yeah, that, awesome. That's yeah. 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 I, uh, for me, I remember, uh, of course this is showing, well, we're, we're similar in age, but, uh, for me, I remember playing, uh, it for the first time on NES. I remember playing it, uh, but I was playing, um, one of my uncle's versions of it. Like they, they had the NES, but what I actually remember playing it on my own, uh, and just like, it being like a next level experience for me and something that would stick with me forever. And honestly was probably one of the first games that I felt like really had me lean into gaming. And that's where I really kind of fell in love with it was linked to the past and super Nintendo. Um, yeah. th uh, that's where, um, my uh, dad had a super Nintendo, um, and the three games that were staples and Maxwell see me play one and I could probably beat the game with my eyes closed. Super punch out being one. Love that game. Super Metroid and Link to the Past. Those three games were games that were just on a regular basis, recycled, played over and over and over. And, uh, you know, that that's what my experience was, uh, you know, that I would consider really my first experience that really changed me into playing games on a regular basis was Link to the Past. So, uh, and if anybody has any stories they want to share, uh, feel free to drop them in the comments and we'll see if we can get to them. But, uh, but yeah, so um, I guess it's, uh, is it your turn? You did Link's Awakening. I, yeah, I did Link's Awakening. I will say... And Twilight Princess mine, was Justin's fourth. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, mine, and a lot of this is just comes down to, like, I haven't played enough of them, sadly, and uh, the, the connection of nostalgia. And I think that's honestly what carries most of my votes. It's kind of like looking at the Metacritic. What was a 99 for Ocarina of Time? It's like, right, but if... If that game came out now and it had groundbreaking graphics or something, you know, look just like Breath of the Wild or something, would it hold? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, my number four is original NES Legend of Zelda because of the memories, okay. because of uh, okay. you know, watch my mom play and stuff. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, bring in a comment real quick. I don't know if this is one of your followers, Maxwell, but. Smooth, yeah. it's got to be. There's a turtle in there. Smooth operator is in the house. In the he's, he's in the hizzy. Thank That's you. Right. Yeah, yeah. Thanks um, for coming by. Yeah. So yours, uh, NES. Uh, now, are we talking like the OG one or that awkward one that was the side-scrolling Zelda, like two? Oh no, this is not okay. Link's Avengers Link, whatever okay. garbage. I ha I had uh, that gold cartridge yeah. though. You best believe. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, all right I, it's good though i remember years later when the when emulators and stuff came out and maybe it was like if it was just something i tried to do online or when i modified xbox the original but trying to play that second zelda game and i'm just like oh god and then i try to yeah. watch somebody online play it and i'm just like oh i it's, just it's no no work side scroll for some reason and then it, it it's too much like the rambo game for yeah. nes which yeah. is just 
and it, oh. there's also like a there's also a turtles game that's very similar in that regards it mixes like when you go up and it's like it's top down for a second and then when you go in the sewers it switches to like side scrolling it's like real strange yeah. as well one of the hardest games ever yeah yeah uh, another comment from smooth operator hello gentlemen i love the original legend of zelda for nes yes 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 yep. all right so my that's right. My number four is A Link Between Worlds, uh, which was on 3DS uh, in 2013. Uh, reason I love four? that game. Yeah. It's number I thought four. you already said your number four. No, no. Justin's number four was Twilight Princess, and then I passed it to you. <laughs> All right. So your number five was Awakening? Yeah, Link's Awakening. Yeah. Oh. Justin gosh. and I had the same number five. Maybe that's how you got confused. I'm so lost. <laughs> I know it's okay. Just bear with me. But mine is, uh, but, but mine is a uh, link between worlds. Um, it was a great game. It was also really different because that was the one Maxwell. I don't know if you, uh, did you have a 3ds? I had one for a yeah, short but period. You didn't, yeah. But this was the one where you could actually like put yourself on the wall. as kind of like a painting and then just uh, squeeze into cracks. So it added like a, a 2d slash 3d element. It was really different. Um, but uh, it was really good because it was actually a follow-up uh, to Link to the Past, which was interesting. So, um, so that I think that was maybe why that was such a, such a hit for me is because it did bring back a little of that nostalgia specifically to Link to the Past, uh, obviously. Um, but uh, but but really interesting. I like that game a lot. Um, all right, so Justin's number three is that. What someone called doo-doo earlier is uh, Majora's Mask. So that was number three uh, for Justin. Um, what about you? What is your number three? Or did you accidentally jump ahead? No, I'm 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 good. I think because okay. Justin's not here, it's confused me. Um, yeah, mine is a link to the past. All right. There you go. For all the great now, reasons. I mean, come on. Did you, now I do have a question though. Did you beat okay. this game or did you just watch your mom beat this game? Both. Oh, I was not plot twist. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Watched her beat it and then played it and beat it. Uh yeah, that game, it's is, there's something about the just the graphics alone, man. That seems to be a level obviously all consoles seem to hit these like different like um phases in their graphics and 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 then some companies can really just nail it so like super mario world was really great and then a link to the past was really great those graphics were awesome the animations the way he ran and yeah. the sprites and all that stuff it's just so so well done yeah the little the the little um the little charge up effect when you charge your sword and run forward the way you'd bounce off when you hit the wall um the charge up effects also like um at the beginning, because I don't know if they ever revisited it at all. Like, but you remember in the beginning when um, you're like going to uh, the castle in the beginning, and it's like raining and lightning and thundering and stuff like that in the beginning of the game. Like, I wasn't used to those type of effects at the time, so I was just like, "This is uh, this is amazing." And then you go into the the lost woods, and it kind of has like that falls and that fog and haziness to it, and the music changes. Yeah, it's it's really good. I'm a yeah. 10 out of 10, big fan. All right. We do have another comment. Not 10 uh, out of 10 because this is your number something. Hey, don't. Oh, hey, no. I don't know no, what no, it no. is on your list. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So Smooth Operator said Fine. it's a comment. 
Do you guys remember the Zelda animated series from the 90s? Boy, do I ever. It's right up there with the Mario animated series. <laughs> yeah. Well, excuse me, princess. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I, man, man, just, to be in the 90s rough. again, honestly. To be in the That's, 90s again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hobby, uh, uh, Hobby Hour said, uh, you guys have a good stream. Have to head out. See you later. Thanks for stopping by. Appreciate you stopping by. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right. So, Bye. yeah. So I guess it's my turn for third, right? So my third yes. is actually uh, Link to the Past. Same as you. Oh, um, hey. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I know probably as as highly as I as highly as highly I spoke of that game, everybody probably anticipated that being my number one, but uh, it is not. But it is in my top three for sure. So, uh for all the right reasons and all the reasons that you already said and then I elaborated on, it's just one of those games. I could go back and play it over and over, honestly. And it's one game that I always have on my Steam Deck. Uh, so if I'm traveling or whatever, I'll play it, do a save state, pick up where I left off, go back and play it. Uh, it just It's kind of like Super Metroid 2 where I know every, where every little thing is and I can just almost speed run, but I don't really speed run, you know what I mean? So just love that game. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, so number dose. Number dose. So Justin's number two is Wind Waker. That is his number two. Okay. So what about so so not quite number one, but it is his number two. So what is your number two? <laughs> number two. <laughs> so it's almost one. Some would say. Yeah, not. that's what they that's what they do say. Close. Yeah. Uh, mine is Ocarina of Time. All right. Okay, I'm I'm a it's, little surprised. It's another, by obviously, incredible game. I got a 99. It was number one on the Metacritic thing. There's a lot to it that made it such a good game, but it's I, I couldn't really figure out how to say it earlier. But it's basically like it was good at the time. Does it still hold up by going back and playing? I, I don't I don't know honestly. Like some of these some games are great when they come out, but then it's harder to play them. And I think that happens when graphics hit a certain stage and that yeah. is like right around the n64 so you got a super intense and it's like i could play all day because it's 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 low bit and people are making so many indie games that look like this and, yes but then when you got the 3d like the 64 it's like mm, it just looks it's like yeah uh, yeah it's yeah there's there it's, are some th yeah, there are some early 3D games that that age well, but not very many of them. Uh, I think yeah. you're right, though. Like you were kind of like in that, like when you were like still doing like 8 bit, 16 bit, 32 bit, like that stuff, like it's like it's frozen in time. You can go back and play it and it doesn't matter what it looks like. Like I could go back and play Streets of Rage and still have such a good time or a final fight or any of those type of games. But like you asked me to go back and uh, play like something in 3d that just doesn't look great. Like I try to go back and play twisted metal on like regular PlayStation. I'm like, how yeah. did I even play this game? And I forgot that that was on that. The first game was on regular PlayStation before they had joysticks and you had to drive uh, like the driving, just hitting up and down. And just, it was, it was so weird. It was just a weird experience. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so um, that's a good pick. That is a good. How long has it been hey. since you played that? How long has it been since you played that game? Whenever it came out. Oh, so you haven't went and replayed it? Okay, got you. Ninety-eight. Uh, is that what it was? 
yeah so yeah. i yep yeah I touch oh yeah, yeah. no so, it, it was on the 3ds i had it for the 3ds oh okay it was like a re-release that they did a remaster or yeah, something yeah. like that and it so you was played like, it in a short time you had it on there I played a little, a, a little bit of it. Yeah, bit. I didn't play enough of it, but I, there's something about the 3D at that on that kind of device that just doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Work for me. So I'm gonna pull a yeah, I'm gonna pull in a comment here from Christian. So I think Ocarina is an example of a game that is extremely important, but doesn't hold up as well as anything before or after it. Kind of like Final Fantasy VII, to be honest. That's a yeah. perfect example. Final Fantasy sure. VII is exactly what I was thinking of when I were the graphics just at that stage yeah i i loved eight as well um and i played it last year the year well it was probably a couple of years ago it was like the height of the pandemic but i was playing it downloaded it on my switch i think and it's just like god it's it's okay on switch because the screen's small so like the graphics is a little bit better when you plug it in to the tv and you're just like oh god this is this is rough. Yeah. So yeah. you like you this is why we have to have remastered stuff like Resident Evil. Yeah, and I don't know if you played uh I watched Christian play a little bit of the remaster of Resident Evil 4. I haven't bought it myself yet, uh, but it looked phenomenal and that's one of my favorite Resident Evil games. I need to play that. I need to go back and play that. And because I know you and I spent quite a bit of time playing Resident Evil Five in co op. <laughs> Oddly I enough. Hope that they remake that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, got one more comment uh, that I'll bring in here from TMNT 1987. What's up, fellas? Zelda talk with Jonathan, nerds with nerds and needles in the chat. This is the <laughs> this is the cool cafeteria table. That's a great <laughs> comment. Um, yeah, thanks for showing up. Yeah, it. you have a lot of TMNT fans. I take it. I told you. Yeah, no joke. Uh, told you. We There's a big part of the audience is Turtle we, Boys. We need to have a TMNT <laughs> watch party. Is what we need to do uh yeah let's do it yeah but uh all right so that was your number two so my number two uh because we're on the same wavelength that was up here is ocarina of time as well uh that Beautiful. is my number two yeah yeah so um this was uh one of the so oddly enough just a funny side story this is one of the very first video games i can remember and i don't do it i haven't done it in years honestly maybe since like probably gamecube that I actually bought a walkthrough guide so I could get everything in the game for Ocarina of Time. I remember the Biggeron sword, right? All those things that you had and getting all the heart, getting all your hearts. And I I wanted to get everything in that game. You know, going going to the graveyard and finding all the little scarabs, like all those things, the spiders or whatever. Um, it was one of the games that I just wanted to get you know everything in, and I, I just I love that game so much. And it's something about, and I don't know if they've done it in any other Zelda game since, at least to my knowledge. And maybe they have, and I just don't realize it. But the whole Temple of Time, where you take the sword out, your adult Link, put the sword back, your kid Link. I don't know if they've ever revisited that. But at the time, I thought it was one of the coolest concepts in any game I'd ever played because, like, not only did your character change, but like the people in the world, like the world was different. People obviously aged with it. So the people you interacted with were obviously older as well. Like it was just a really cool, like, uh, you know, it was a really cool fact that they added into the game that I just loved. Um, yeah. And, it's interesting how much time travel is a part of their storytelling. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. So Needle said, it's okay to be wrong with your number one, Jonathan. Nobody's perfect. Well, I haven't even given my number one yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Smooth Operator said this comment, man, I miss the GameCube. I think GameCube, I, GameCube's severely underrated. Um, I also think Dreamcast was before its time. I know that's a completely different console, but uh, those are just two two things yeah. I feel. <laughs> in, in Dreamcast, the games were being made way, way, way after it should have been a dead system. Uh, but it, yep. kept, it's, it just lived forever. And then the GameCube is the only Nintendo system that I never had and always wanted. So there were so many things that I missed out on. So I don't, I never played metroid prime or any of those which at the time i was like oh first person i was so mad about that and i was like it's gotta yeah. be a side scroller um but uh that was my first like truest next level experience with the smash brothers with a friend that had gamecube yeah yeah i'm actually in the process fun fact uh i'm in the process of playing through metroid dread for the first time i've had it forever and i haven't played it uh, and I just recently have started playing it and I've got a few hours in. So, all right, well, let's bring in some more comments and then we'll move on. So Christian said, there are, there are, uh, there are people still making Dreamcast games today as a fun fact. Also, I'm happy to have you on the Dreamcast Defense Force, Travis. I love the Dreamcast. I think one thing that unfortunately killed the console was it was so easy to duplicate games and just to copy games. I think that was the one. I mean, while it was cool for fans, I don't think it was cool for Sega. And uh, I just, I love Dreamcast. I think everything about that was, everything about that console, I felt like kind of paved the way from some features that we have now. The fact that they had like a video memory card unit that you could literally play like Pong on and take it out of your controller and play games on it. You could have things like a, like a Tamagotchi on it. It just, it was different based on the games that you were playing. Just like, I remember playing Unreal Tournament on that. Uh, that's the, that's also the console I very first got in the sports games, which oddly enough, 2K football games, I wish they were still around. I stopped playing when it was Madden only. That's when I stopped playing football games because uh, I didn't think they were any good compared to uh, 2K games. Uh, Needle said, uh, last Dreamcast game came out in 2007 or something. But that is odd to, to know that they're still making Dreamcast games. But I guess that's the nice thing about homebrew, right? People homebrew games all the time. And you can literally just put it in the Dreamcast and it plays, right? So, And here's one. You want to read this comment from one of your uh, one of your followers? I'll read it. Early 2000s uh, high school cafeterias were like flea market like Dreamcast games <laughs> and music CDs. Epic Times, gents. I know I mentioned cafeteria in here twice now. I mean, I'm not mad about cafeteria because I think about some cafeteria food I could kill right now, like some rolls, Dude. pizza days. Come on, taco boats. Oh, what is it about the fiestadas? What is it about cubed pepperoni? <laughs> on a square pizza, it's so much better than a circle. I don't know, bro. So but if you could, I think it was just I, loaded with salt, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's 100%. 100%. All right. So it's now time to get in number one games. I can't, I can never do that. Uh, but, anyways, we'll go ahead and read uh, Justin's number one game. And I think this will make Needles very happy uh, Ocarina of Time. That was Justin's number one Zelda game of all time, was Ocarina of Time. What about you, Maxwell? I am curious to hear what yours is, and I'm glad you didn't put it in the document because I'm kind of glad I didn't see what yours were ahead of time. Yeah, I legit wrote it down. I was like, I don't want to give, I don't want to put any of my answers in there where you can see stuff. 
Um, yeah. It just brings more interest to the conversation. Yeah. So even though I used to be part of the podcast and we'd all put our stuff in there. Yeah, that's okay. Good. Um, so for me, this guy, number one Zelda gamer all time, right? <laughs> right, right on, right on. Breath Wild. Oh, okay. I mean, you did play a lot of that game heavily. I played a lot of it, and there were like a couple months we didn't have a job when I was in Florida. We were getting ready to move to another part of Florida. And I was just like, I'm just going to play the shit out of this. And then I was eating like pints of Ben and Jerry's like <laughs> way too often. We lived real close to a uh, um, Publix. So I just go okay. in there. They'd have like a two for five Ben and Jerry pints. And it was just like, oh, let me just eat this entire thing today. Yeah, let me, get, not, let me get that. Let me have no self-control. And I'll just eat this entire pint in one day. And halfway through be like, I have to stop. This is so awful. I just like, this is the second one this week. This is so stupid. Stop doing this. Stop it. What is wrong with you? You're disgusting. <laughs> and then uh, sit down and play some more Zelda. Breath of the Wild. Wow. So I guess that it sounds... brings memories of ice cream too. <laughs> I was going to say that almost ha ha sounds like it would have happened during like the pandemic, but no, <laughs> that just, just, just happened during just regular life. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's bring a comment in here, bro. I knew it. Breath of the Wild is the smack. Thumbs up. That was a comment from Smooth Operator. Uh, yeah. I. You know what? Oddly enough, Breath of the Wild did not make my list. Um, my number one. My number one. Why are you looking at me that way, bro? And I've said this. I've said this multiple times to multiple people. My favorite. My favorite Legend of Zelda game is The Wind Waker. Because okay. I think The Wind Waker is highly underrated. It's a completely different art style than anything we had ever seen at the time. Um, we were like so cell shading used, kind of style. Yes. We were also so used to seeing nothing, nothing but land, right? And some people may not know this, and I didn't know it until I I have the encyclopedia for Zelda for some reason, but in the timeline at the time, uh, Wind Waker is actually at the end, right? Uh, at the end of the timeline for uh, Legends of Zelda, because obviously we know in all the other Zelda games, right? Hyrule just keeps getting taken over by Ganon, right? Like it's just a it's just a vicious cycle. So they just decide to flood the entire that's why there's it's just water they decide to just flood it all right um and it's yeah, just and you're like you're a hero in the future and not link but there's like tells of yes great legend and yes. this was his uniform kind of thing or whatever and i yes and i think that in in christian you can correct me if i'm wrong but you actually go to the temple and you see statues of other links and it's the first time, at least to my knowledge, and that I realized that like every link was essentially just a because it up until that point, I just thought all these stories were just one offs. But you're essentially a descendant from all these, you know, all these like so it's like they make it abundantly clear like this is just a vicious cycle. Right. Um, 
you know, and I just, everything about that game, I love. Uh, I love the fact that you're in a boat, you have a conversation with your boat, uh, you're navigating like you're sailing, like, like, and you're, you're charting a map. Uh, it, they work in like treasure hunting, like uh, there's weather effects, like you're taking, like you can go and randomly like go inside of these different forts and bases. They're like shooting cannons at you in the water. Like it's just everything about that game is so drastically different than anything that we had seen up until that point. And that's not to take away from other Zelda games, but I felt like up until that point, everything was rinse and repeat with all the Zelda games, right? Like most of the gameplay mechanics were the same. It just seemed like the worlds were getting larger and larger. Um, now, of course, like with, with, um, with Twilight Princess, obviously you turned it, you had Wolf Link. So that was obviously different as well. But I just felt like for me, Wind Waker, um, Wind Waker was just drastically different than anything else. Um, bringing in a uh, bringing in a comment from Christian, the theme song on the intro uh, screen uh, for Wind Waker is absolutely goaded. It says no one can go back and listen to that song and not smile unless you hate joy. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Um, but yeah, I just what about, what just, about you know you can't ahead. always land it. So for some reason, but it's good. But when you what put him on a water and boat good 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 uh theme right you tried something different but then you put them on a train and call it spirit tracks and it's like a pile of shit <laughs> i mean that i, think I played ten or 15 minutes of that game and i was just so frustrated and you can i think Wayne remembers you could only play with the stylus or you had to for a lot of the stuff and i was just like i'm over this yeah yeah yeah, I yeah, I did not care for that game either. Uh, hence why that didn't make any of our list, and it also was not on Metacritic's list either. Um, but what I think's funny though is like Skyward. So technically, with Hyrule being technically the end, right? Skyward Sword was the first in the series technically because they started in the sky and then they came to the land. They started off as sky people, oddly enough. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Uh, hence why there's kind of like uh, kind of like feathers for the Hyrule like shield, if you've ever noticed that. Oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Uh, but anyways, um, but yeah, so that's our list. Uh, I did want to go back and share. And anybody that's still here, feel free to put your list uh, if you want us to read it on the uh, on the air. But I'm gonna go back because somebody had posted needles. Yes, so needles have posted fifth Twilight Princess, fourth Breath of the Wild. Third, Link to the Past. Second, Wind Waker. And number one, Ocarina of Time. No surprise what Needle's number one was. But uh, but yeah, yeah thanks for sharing. a very respectable list. Absolutely. In a great order. Yeah, absolutely. Thank <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, anything else that you want to add uh, to the to the Zelda conversation? Are you, uh, are you, you're planning on playing Tears of the Kingdom at some point, I assume, right? I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> when I was saying that I haven't because I know it would take up a lot of my time, I'm pretty serious and genuine about that because I'm over here. I'm right in front of you. No, Hi. no, you're fine. I'm going to share something. Keep talking. I'm listening. Who's talking? What? <laughs> Patrick Starr over here. <gasps> yeah. Go ahead. Wait a minute. Um, I am the personality type if anybody is familiar with the enneagram i'm a type three which is just like i it's hard for me to go on vacation or do three you're just like it's like go to the beach and lay down and relax it's like 
all I can think about for that hour of being on the beach is how much I could be doing something productive. <laughs> so yeah. when I invest too much time, like with Elden Ring and stuff, I'm like, ah, I just like, I, I get frustrated with myself because then it's like, why well, I, I didn't do anything today except for this. So I, I can't do that tomorrow. I got to do this. I got to work on this. I'm always doing something. And whether it's making shirts or just stuff or making stuff for the channel. Yeah, I just so I'm not sure that I will play this game. OK, well, fair enough. Um, I want to thank Christian for sending this to me uh, in Discord. So this is the actual timeline. Uh, so thanks for sending me this in real time so I could share it uh, while we're talking. Uh, so, yeah, so Skyward Sword, you see, is at the top. Uh, and then it goes down the Minishing Cap, Four Swords, and then Ocarina of Time. But then it breaks into three different, uh, essentially, timelines. So you have Fallen Hero timeline, Child timeline, Adult timeline. Uh, and then Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, I guess, is question mark because we don't really know where it falls in the timeline. But just wanted to share this. I've never actually seen this chart, so that, so thanks for sharing that. That's really cool. Because I, wow. I was interested to see. Yeah, there's a lot here. Like, so link so to the Fallen past. Hero is specifically the link that we grew up with with the Legend of Zelda. And yeah. So this is like those are all his stories specifically. Yep. That's Which so is really weird. interesting. And it's real weird to think that the original NES and the second one come after everything else. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, and then yeah, and then the first adult timeline is yeah, Wind Waker, Phantom Hourglass, and Spirit Tracks. So Spirit Tracks technically takes place after Wind Waker, which I did not know, um, but that's wow. interesting. And and I love Four Swords. That was one I completely forgot about because Four Swords was the ones you could do uh, Game Boy Advance. You could do um, you could do four player co op, which is really cool. Uh, yeah, thanks again for sharing that. All right, so. All right, let me check comments. Uh, let's see here. One more comment here. Christian says, yeah. Uh, so they split it if Link dies. Uh, child timeline is if Kid Link beats uh, Ocarina of Time. And then if Adult Link beats the game, if I recall correctly. Okay, well, that makes perfect sense based on what you sent. So thank you for that. All right, let's get into uh, anything else that you had to share before we move on? No. No. All right, well, well, it's time to get into our... I'm not going to make you say pick of the week, Maxwell. We'll just call this not of approval and just move on. So uh, this is a section of the show where essentially if we've been watching something, playing something, reading something, listening to something, something we think maybe you would enjoy, it's just our recommendation. So, um, so Maxwell, I asked you to prepare one or two things or five yeah. or however many you have. So go ahead. Uh, so not of approval, which is interesting. Um, <laughs> when I hear this phrase, and I thought about it earlier today, and I'm like, this is basically like in a movie when somebody does a thing, and then across right. the room is somebody else, and they just go. Yeah, exactly. Simple, like, I yeah, think I'm, that, like, yeah. Like Creed, Adonis Creed beats Jonathan Major's character at the end and turns and looks at whoever and they just went just yeah. simple yeah this is a yeah so let me tell you <laughs> what i think i have to share what i what i think when i see this okay and this is okay this is so it's kind of similar to what you were saying uh except uh here it is <laughs> <That> <laughs> Nicholson giving you that nod like yeah <laughs> 
that's what I think every time I say that. I don't know why, and it's kind of disturbing, but there it is. It is disturbing. Um, yeah, but anyways, what uh, what do you have for us, Maxwell? Is it your own channel? Is that it? Is that you're not of approval? No, I would never. I'm not full of myself. I'm not uh, conceited or anything. But my artwork, you can buy my artwork. No. <laughs> uh, it is two things. One thing that I wanted to be here when you and Justin were talking about it is Barry. Oh, I just I was going to I meant to bring that up during the week to ask if you watched last night's episode. But yes, go ahead. Um, wow, that show is just always good, okay? And this is just like it's it's breaking expectations this season, and it's the last season, so they're just gonna they're just doing whatever. And I'm like, okay, Bill Hader, man, you know what's up? And uh, um, I love me some uh, what's his face? Oh my god, Henry Winkler, thank you, yeah, Henry Winkler. Uh, my other, my other picky. Nope, my not of approval. If I had a hat, I'd and I tip my hat like so. Yeah, this is a gentleman's approval. That's right. Uh, It is Guardians of the Galaxy three. Oh, bro, no spoilers, but yes, bro. Did you like? There's there have been so many Marvel things that have come out lately. Just kind of like that was fun. That was good. And I liked um, No Way Home. I enjoyed uh, Multiverse of Madness. But this movie, just there's so much emotion in it at so many different times. And at the end of it, you're still kind of carrying all that emotion in, in different ways. And, and I don't think what people expect. Uh, but it's just like, man, James Gunn, good job. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I went into it cause I'll be honest, not a be huge honest. fan of this, not a huge fan of the second guardians movie. It did not sit well with me. I did not really care for it. Uh, okay. I, I think I liked the first half of the movie. It was the latter half of the movie and the last fight between him and his father that I did not care for. Um, but the third movie, I would venture to say probably the best Marvel movie since Endgame. And that even goes over Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man has more rewatchability. I don't know if I could sit down and watch the third Guardians again, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> it was pretty heavy right out of the gate and uh, was pretty heavy through with some comedy sprinkled throughout. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, no, I completely agree. That's, uh, a, that's a really good point. Okay. I want you to know that. Travis. Look at me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking. I don't I mean I told you I was approval. When I um, said I was gonna be honest, I was being honest. Yeah, always be honest. So I that is a <clears throat> it is an incredible movie and I'm okay if I don't see it again. Isn't that yeah. weird? Isn't that a weird thing to say? I mean, yeah, there's definitely movies I feel that way about. And that's yeah, one I'm sure in like two months or something. I'll, I'll watch it again, but yes. Yeah. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah. 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 All right. So my two picks, let me go back to my notes just to be sure. Yes. My two picks are the first one is star Wars Jedi survivor. Uh, can't recommend this game enough for those of you that want to play it. 
that are holding out for the PC uh, version to be improved. Continue to do so, but I will say just avoid as many spoilers as you can because the story of that game, I mean, the story of the first game was great. However, the story of this game takes that and multiplies it by 10. There's so many like turns and things that I did not expect and a story that I connected with more so than I thought I would. It's really good. It's such a good story. It's like you beat the first um you beat the first Spider-Man on PlayStation, right? No? I don't know why I would have assumed that you did, but never mind. Anyways, what I was trying to say is there's certain animated stories I feel like are so good that I wish they were on live action instead. Uh Last just of because perfect example. Uh yeah, that's true. That's true. However, I don't think we need to do it instead, which I didn't I didn't listen to. But like yeah. the, the story of in a game is so good that you're like, I want a live action. That's what I was thinking yes. of. But yes, and it really makes me hope that they bring in uh the main uh the character from the game into live action, which could possibly happen with maybe a se- season two of Obi One, maybe Ahsoka. I'm not sure. Um, but uh but it's really good. Definitely check it out if you're a Star Wars fan. Uh, if you if you have it, if you have if you're planning on playing it on console, you can honestly play it now without really any issues. Uh, if you're on PC, it could be hit or miss. Uh, from what my friend Alex told me, once you leave the first main planet, it was fine after that. Uh, Kobo is like the main planet, the biggest planet. It's kind of the hub planet. That's where he encountered most of the issues. After you're off world and you're doing other stuff, it's fine. So just do with that what you what you will. So that's my the, number. That's yeah, go ahead. Keep about it. Let me it? keep talking about it. Okay, go ahead. Keep talking. So the actor, because he is an actor, and yes. you know he's good because he had to play like three different types of the Joker in the Gotham yes. TV show. So it's like, wow, they really put weight on him, right? Yeah. But he, um, yeah, they had like commercial where, um, him and Mark, Mark Hamill. Hamill's- yeah, it's like, oh, that's a fun, short little thing. But he is a, an actor. He does a good job, Mark Hamill. But we, it really makes me want, because of incredible storytelling is happening in games and the technology and amazing work that game developers and creators are doing are getting brought into shows and movies and stuff like that, right? So like that's how all the Star Wars stuff works because we have these incredible like Unreal Engine talented people that can create these scapes, landscapes or whatever. But we could do a Luke Skywalker game that gives us an incredible story and gets Mark Hamill to do the voice acting so we don't have to <laughs> emphasis on the voice acting uh, versus trying to get somebody in to come in and do like a whole youthful version of him. Like, could you imagine a like 10 plus hour game or Elden Ring style 100 hours where it's just it's Mark Hamill story of like after Return of the Jedi or something. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be I think that would be amazing. But it also goes to show me like because all this stuff is canon in the Star Wars universe. So like obviously we know like Clone War, Clone Wars, Rebel, like the universe can be vastly large and it could be. But it just makes me wonder, like, what do you miss by not playing certain things or watching certain things? Because like because I haven't watched Clone Wars or Rebels, like I'm nervous about watching Ahsoka because I don't know anything about that character. So it's like, do I, yeah. do I go back I mean, and watch these things or do I just watch a YouTube video that just catches me up 
So I don't have to do that. You know what I mean? The answer is yes. To all those things? Okay. <laughs> I think that uh, they've done an excellent job of introducing these characters and bringing stuff in that is okay if you don't know who they are. But if you don't you do know who Ahsoka is, and you see her show up in the Mandalorian, you're you're just more excited. Yeah. You don't need to know all the weight and the history of her and Anakin and all this stuff uh, from the show. But maybe it nice to go watch the shows. I I think that they are going to do it smart where. Yeah, there's a lot of Easter eggs. There's the main villain in the show is a guy from the cartoon, but I don't think it's going to be you, you're just not going to have that story, but you can still enjoy this as, as it is. Yeah. And yeah, and no, I feel like I absolutely agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, just like says, the watch- Easter eggs in Mario, Super Mario, yeah. the beginning of it. Right. Like we enjoy those Easter eggs, but if you didn't know them, it's OK. Just it's brand essentially. I love that Justin is instead of just typing in the comments that I could easily see, he decides to text me instead. Very convenient, Justin. Thank you so it's much. It's very distracting uh, too. Yeah, he says I watched the thirty-minute Clone Wars video, and that made me want to go back and watch it. So I went and I watched it. Well, thank you so much for the text message. Uh, I want to catch up on comments <laughs> real quick, and then uh, I will give you my last uh, nod of approval. So uh, Christian said that uh, he had to jet. This is a comment from Christian said. You guys, this was fun. So thanks for stopping and thanks for engaging. Uh, it's always good when people engage uh, in uh, the dialogue. I love that. Uh, Smooth Operator has a couple of comments here. Uh, says, Barry is a good-ass show. Uh, yeah, we could say good-ass here. That's okay. Not a lot of people talk about it. And then... Uh, I wonder if that was a, an, uh, something that got translated and... In, in, um, in, if it did it, maybe. Because I have a video on Instagram that it lives other places, but I said the word crap. Craps are AP. And Instagram put like a bunch of characters in there, like an at symbol and exclamation stuff. It bleeped the audio. Oh. So if I was just left it because I thought it was even funnier, as you can see my mouth say crap. I'm like, it's kind of funnier now that it, yeah, there's like a bleep in there. You know, it's like some. I was- yeah, the comedy is like, do you say the F word or you bleep it? Sometimes yeah. the bleep is the funnier approach. I was really hoping that they would just replace your audio with another word. So it would be like the TNT version of like Die Hard, where in- instead of saying like, yippee kaye, mother, they say, yippee kaye, Mr. Spencer. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> that, I'll never forget that, that that happened one time. And it just it, it stuck with me since I was a teenager. It's just cracks God, me up. That's, a, that's um, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, last comment from a uh, smooth operator it says uh, Jedi survivor would have uh, would be a fantastic live action movie, but I don't think Disney would allow that to happen. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. So um, my last uh, nod of approval, I am going to share just because I meant to have it beside of me, but I forgot to grab it. Even though I conveniently told Maxwell, hey, anything you want to show on camera, make sure you have within arm's reach. And then look what I did. I didn't have it within arm's reach. So, uh, yeah. So let me go ahead. Yeah, I am a bastard. Um, All right. So. I want to share this. This is called the, everybody's like, oh, it's a controller for a phone. That's no, not news. Uh, so essentially what this is, it's it's made by a company called GameVice. It's called the Flex. It is a controller that plugs into the lightning port of your phone that essentially gives you like an Xbox controller style, which isn't a new concept. However, what is a new concept that only this company is doing 
is this is the only controller on the market that you can put your phone in without having to take off your case because who wants to do that? That's miserable. Um, and I've recently got into mobile gaming, like I mentioned earlier at the top of the show, but I've also been uh, using this to do remote play on my PlayStation 5 and also been using it to do uh, Game Pass, um, you know, being able to use uh, cloud streaming and stream games over the internet. Uh, and it's actually worked surprisingly well. And the thing I also like about it is it just clips back together and it's super portable. Um, and it doesn't have to be charged because it just runs off your, um, your phone's battery. And what if you need to charge your phone while you're playing? Well, I'm so glad you asked because guess what? It has a lightning port built into the bottom right corner. Thank you for that. And then also, guess what? What if you're on a plane and you don't have AirPods like most Americans? Well, it has a headphone jack. You can plug into the bottom of the controller with regular old wired headphones. And uh, yeah, so you can do that. Um, one of the cool things about this controller too is it's not like a lot of other mobile controllers. This actually has full triggers. So certain games that take advantage of this feature, like racing games, like the longer you press and the farther you press down, the faster you accelerate. So it has that Hall Effect triggers, uh, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, just uh, something that I would recommend if you've thought about uh, mobile gaming. Uh, Apple Arcade has recently started adding some actually pretty good quality games. So I thought now is the time for me to pick one up. And I spent like two weeks researching which one to get. And this is the one that I end up getting. And if you buy it, you also get a month free of Game Pass. Uh, and no, this isn't an ad. I don't make money off this. I'm just sharing with you what I what I purchase. But you can also use it for Steam Link, uh, like I said, PlayStation Remote, Xbox Streaming, if you're a fan of uh, GeForce Now. Uh, works pretty much with all the services. And it has its own dedicated app as well, which will showcase what games they feel like works best with the controller. So... That is my last nod of approval. So, Maxwell, let's talk about nothing else because it's the end of the show. <laughs> but, but in close, oh, let's see here. Smooth Operator said, Yippee Kaye, Mother Father. <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one. I was really hoping he actually typed it out and then just corrected that, but I know he was being clever. Um, but, anyways, uh, in closing, Maxwell. I want to say thank you for being here, but I also, for anybody that's joined late, but I won't, <laughs> but I won't, I want to give you time to say anything in closing where, where the people can find you all that good jazz. Uh, you can find me right here until the video is over and I won't be here anymore. You could rewind it and I'll still be here. Technically. That is true. Um, that is true. Really the, the best way to get in touch yeah, is the, the this channel. I don't really do my other social stuff, so I, I know there are some people that will uh, go over to my personal Instagram that following me from my YouTube channel and stuff, and we have conversed there. But I would like to migrate everything to the Nostalgia Unboxed Instagram. It took me forever to, to dedicate and just go. You know what? Just make the account. But sometimes I just yeah. have so much on my plate. I'm just like I, I can't. But Nostalgia Unboxed, uh, pretty much everywhere. But and YouTube's the big thing. Twitter, um, Instagram. Where can and they I find get... the bulk of your art? Is that on your link tree, typically? Yeah, anything you possibly want from me is in my link tree. Okay. Which, the easiest way to get there is to know what my link tree URL is, probably. Oopsie poopsie. They can also add you uh, on Instagram, and it's at the top there as well. It's easy. It is. Linktree always does the same kind of URL, so it's just 
link tree, but the there's a period between the R and the two E's. Does that make ah, sense? So it's like yes. a shortened URL. It's as uh, slash mine. slash nostalgia unboxed. That's it. That's it. Easy. So you can go Easy. straight there and you find um what do I have on there? Let's look. I've got um some links if there's like a hot item that i'm recommending like oh like neca re-released the neca alien queen which is a big has been around since like 2016 or 2014 or something like that but they're doing pre-orders again for it so i i have like i'll put some specialty links in there but you can buy shirts and coffee mugs and stuff like this uh way too long about the segment it's just like where can we find you <laughs> yeah uh but yeah that's it so everything's there artwork okay, all kinds of stuff well this obviously won't be the last time you're on the show i mean we had planned on having you oh it on... is definitely the last time <laughs> i would never do this again yeah we had planned on having you on like like in the next week couple weeks but uh justin decided he wanted to move up that timetable so he called off sick like a little bitch but anyways well good maybe he can be next week i'll do it again yeah, he said I'll do whatever, whenever. But uh, <laughs> but as always, uh, so just you know where to find us. So nerds with mics. Um, we have uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube. Uh, we typically try to go live every Sunday or Monday uh, at eight thirty. Um, feel free to send us some messages directly on any of our social medias with any thoughts, ideas, comments you might have. Um, you know, topics you'd like to have brought to the show. Um, you know, feel free to obviously seek out Maxwell at his channel, um, add him, share his channel as well. Um, because obviously he's my best friend. And if you don't do it, I'll quit doing this podcast. No, I'm just <laughs> wow. That's how much I love. That's how much I love Steaks you dog. Stakes are high. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I think we got one more comment. Uh, yeah. It says great show guys. See you next time. Turtle fist pound from smooth operator. Boom. Yeah. It's like, it's like do you like turtles or is he bopping them like Mario, bro? That's right. Punching That's turtles. Right. Yep. <laughs> well, anyways. No, um, thank you so much. I, I listen, over from my stuff this, that was watching this, which was a lot of my people this time. Uh, I'm incredibly thankful. Uh, I, I definitely don't always expect you guys to follow me around to different places, but um, I love it and I'm here for it. And I love engaging with my community. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you again, Maxwell, for taking the time out. I know this is very last minute today that you were able to get some stuff together. Um, but I uh, appreciate you joining me as always. And, you know, it's been so long since we've done this. Let's make sure that it's not so long since we do it until we do it again. The best so. part about all this, and I love you, and I don't want to take away from what you just said, because um, I, I hear you and I'm here for you. Um, <laughs> I hate this already. How many times that I that I show something to the camera and the audio people are going to be like, oh, God, this is so frustrating. Well, if anything, that's just going to encourage them to watch as well as listen. But, uh, yeah. but as I'm always, we, but yes, yeah, it's been great. And I love you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, maybe I'll come on your channel and show things that I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that does it for us here at Nerds with Mics. Uh, Jonathan, thanks you again for joining. Uh, and once again, we appreciate you tuning in, and we will see you next time. Have a great one.